Unfinished is the mission's theme this year. After Jesus' death and resurrection, he gave his disciples a mission. And his mission for us today has not changed. He sends us to go and make disciples of all nations. A few days before Jesus' death, his disciples came to him and they asked, Jesus, when are you going to come back? Uh, They knew he was going away. And and Jesus told the disciples in Matthew chapter 24 that there would be wars and earthquakes, famines and plagues in various places. Then in Matthew chapter 24, verse 14, Jesus said, This gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. The end has not yet come. Jesus will come when we finish the mission he has given us of spreading the good news to all nations. This past year, COVID has shut down travel and seemed to stop gospel advance. Missionaries have been unable to go. Short-term missions teams have been unable to travel. Churches have been unable to meet face-to-face for worship services. But Jesus is building his church He has all authority in heaven and on earth. His kingdom is unshakable and unstoppable. And he has sent us, his church, to complete the work of taking the good news to the ends of the earth. The Savior has come. He wants to bless all the peoples of the earth. And he wants to use each of us to finish the task that he has given us. It's been our privilege to serve the Lord in Japan since 1984. We rejoice in how we have seen the Lord at work, bringing people to himself and building his church. But there's still so much more work that needs to be done. Still so many people who have not yet heard the the good news. Shortly after we arrived back in Japan this past term, we witnessed the baptism of Mr. Takeuchi. Uh, In his testimony, he shared how his wife had been praying for his salvation for 24 years. He had a very hard heart and... uh, He told his wife, he said, if you get baptized, I'm going to divorce you. But finally, at the age of 76, God opened his heart, broke that hard heart, saved him, and answered the prayers of his wife. She shared in her testimony that day, she said, I didn't think God would answer my prayers so soon. 24 years, and yet uh, God worked quickly. But I think of so many other husbands and family members of believers in Japan who have yet to come to Christ. So many prayers waiting to be answered, still so much work yet to be completed. I had the privilege this past term of mentoring several men who were ordained for ministry. Arthur Rouser was one of them. Uh, His dad was in the U.S. military at the Naval Air Force Base and met his Japanese wife while serving there. Arthur and his Japanese wife, Tomoko, had been serving the Lord and it was a privilege to see Arthur grow in his love for Jesus and in his uh, skills for ministry. Yoshiaki Nagumo was another pastor. We had the privilege of seeing God work in his life. Before he met Christ, he thought that making a lot of money would satisfy him. Uh, But he got into trouble with his mortgage and lived in fear of going bankrupt and didn't want to answer the front door because bill collectors were coming to the door. He and his wife put their uh, daughter in a preschool at a nearby Alliance Church in Narita. And he started going to church with his wife and daughter. And he saw that there was something different about Christians. He also loved going to church because they had a free meal after church every Sunday. Uh, The church had curry curry rice. God took away his despair and he was saved and baptized. These pastors love thinking outside the box and trying new ways to reach their communities. 
And yet there's still a great need for more pastors and church leaders. Many pastors in Japan are in their 70s and there's no one to pass the baton to. The Japanese church is facing a leadership crisis of enormous magnitude with the average age of pastors well over 60 years old. Matthew tells us that when Jesus saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. And he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest field. Jesus sees the unfinished task, and he tells us to pray for more workers. Would you pray that the Lord would raise up more pastors for the unfinished task in Japan? Jesus wants us, his followers, to take faith-filled risk. Luke tells us that large crowds were following Jesus, and in in Luke 14, uh, Jesus challenges them to give everything to him. He said, if anyone comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. Of course, Jesus doesn't mean we're literally to hate our family, but he says, your love for me should be so much greater than anything else. Whoever does not carry their cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. Jesus challenges us to give everything to him. Yeah, put the slide up there for that one. His mission is more important than anything else. We refuse to settle for small dreams. Those who follow Jesus must learn that uh, we, we give everything We give our lives, we risk everything because we know that completing his mission is worth more than anything the world has to offer. We don't waste our lives on trivial pursuits, on fleeting pleasures and fading possessions. We give ourselves joyfully to Jesus. We give all for his kingdom, which will last forever. Brothers and sisters, the time is short. Jesus has given us an urgent task. We cannot be content with business as usual or the status quo. When Jesus went to Samaria, remember he uh, saw this lady at the well and he was talking with her and he tells the disciples to look at the harvest fields in John chapter 4. He says, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Don't you have a saying, it's still four months until harvest? I tell you, open your eyes and look at the harvest fields. They are ripe for harvest. Jesus says harvest time has already arrived. We can't just sit around. Jesus sends us to reap the harvest. There is work to be done before the night comes. A few chapters later in John chapter 9, Jesus is walking with his disciples and they see this man who's born blind. And Jesus says to his disciples in in John chapter 9 verse 4, As long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Night is coming when no one can work. People around us and around the world are living in darkness, and we must tell them about Jesus, the light of the world. A.B. Simpson, the founder of the Alliance, wrote a great missionary hymn, a sober hymn called A Missionary Cry, about people passing away without Christ, without hope. They're perishing. They're lost and they're dying in their sin. We need to pray that God will move our hearts, the hearts of all his people, with faith and love so that we will boldly preach Christ in every land. We have an urgent mission, an unfinished task. 
People need to hear about Jesus. Sometimes people think that, uh, well, Japan, do they really need missionaries? I mean, they have a, a decent economy. They make great cars uh, and televisions and that. But Japan is a very dark place spiritually. There are very few churches compared to what we have here in the United States. Just one church for every 16,000 people. And the average church, as I mentioned last night, is very small, uh, usually just 30 or 35 people. Three times in the last chapter of the Bible, Jesus tells us that he is coming soon. Revelation 22. Look, I'm coming soon. I'm coming soon. I'm coming soon. The time is short. We have urgent business, unfinished work to do, and we must not delay because Jesus is coming soon. In January this year, the government of Japan declared another state of emergency to help stop the spread of the coronavirus. It wasn't a lockdown, but they strongly urged people to stay at home to limit their contact with other people. A year ago, last March, they shut down the schools for a couple months. The elementary school across the street from where we live was strangely silent uh, for the next several months. Last year, uh, the International Olympic Committee made the very painful decision to postpone the Tokyo 2020 Olympics until this summer. And uh, they're hoping they'll go ahead, but uh, it's been uh, a hard time. A state of emergency. You know, as believers in Jesus Christ, we are always living in a state of emergency as we take the good news to Jesus to the least reached places of the world. There is a spiritual battle going on. We cannot stop until the work is done. The time is short. Jesus is coming soon. We have work that needs to be done because there's no other name that has power to save but Jesus. He's the light of the world, the only one who can save. This past year has been a strange time with COVID bringing all kinds of changes and disruptions and cancellations and upheaval around the world. We live in uncertain times, not sure what's going to happen with so many things. And I think sometimes in times like these, it's easy for us to lose our zeal in following Jesus in every area of our life. To become complacent, maybe to get weary in the battle. Paul tells us in Romans 12, he says, Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Paul says, be set on fire by the Spirit. How sad it would be to become lazy and complacent like the wicked servant in Jesus' story in Matthew 25. Remember, uh, he got a bag of gold, but he was afraid, and so he hid that bag of gold in the ground. We must wholeheartedly pursue Jesus and finish the mission he has given us. How tragic to become a worthless servant who wastes what God has given us. We must let the Holy Spirit set us on fire. Paul doesn't want us to be self-centered Christians who only think about ourselves. Being set on fire by the Spirit means that we will serve the Lord. We will have holy enthusiasm and serve Jesus, the one who came to save us. This is what the Spirit wants to create in us. With tireless zeal... Empowered by the Spirit, we serve the Lord and work on finishing his mission. Paul reminds us that ministry and life is full of trials. He says in the next verse, he says, Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Paul writes this letter from the city of Corinth, a place where he had experienced all kinds of trials. But he says, Our hope in Jesus enables us 
to handle affliction and trouble with patience. Not even trials or trouble should dim the flame of our passion to finish his work. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. So I think about the unfinished task in Japan, the millions of people still without Christ. I'm reminded of the need to pray, to be faithful in prayer. Prayer needs to shape the life of the church. I think as Christians, we all know that prayer is basic and vital. As believers, it's like breathing. It's not some kind of prescription medicine that we take only when we're sick and then we stop. No, praying together is what we see the church in the book of Acts doing again and again. We need to pray like our life depends on it, like breathing. We need to persist in prayer. Frank Houghton, a missionary to China, director of the China Inland Mission, wrote a beautiful hymn back many years ago called Facing a Task Unfinished. We face an unfinished task in Japan. There is still so much work that needs to be done in this land which is full of Shinto shrines and Buddhist temples. At times, it seems overwhelming. So many places yet without a church and without any gospel witness. With such an immense task, what can we do? Houghton reminds us in the first line, facing a task unfinished that drives us to our knees. This is the only way to move ahead and finish the task. When we pray, we express our dependence on God. He is the one who sends workers into the harvest field. He is the one who opens people's hearts and gives them new life. We look to God with faith, knowing that nothing is impossible for him, with him. God will bless as we pray. He will work as we trust in him. He is the only one who can calm the raging storm with a word. We can't do that. We look to him and trust him, rely on him to do what only he can do. In Acts chapter 20, Paul says farewell to the church leaders from Ephesus where he had served for three years. He says, I know that every place I go, suffering and hardships are facing me. But he says, my only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me. To finish the work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. Paul's leaving. He says, I know that wolves will come in and try to destroy the church. What does Paul do? He commits the church to God and to the word of his grace. Luke says that when Paul had finished preaching, speaking, he knelt down with all of them and prayed. There were problems ahead. There was work to be done. There was a mission not yet finished. But Paul prays, knowing that the best thing that he can do is to put the church in the hands of God, the one who can solve every problem, the one who will finish his work in their lives. We go back to Japan in July for our final term of ministry in Japan. We have four more years to finish the work in Japan that God has called us to do. What a joy to see churches that we started thriving and growing by the grace of God. Sengendai Church celebrated their 30th anniversary in October 2019. And what a joy to see believers that we baptized growing and serving the Lord. Kawaguchi Church celebrated 25 years uh, a year ago, last January, Pastor Multanomi and his wife are shepherding the church well. When we return to Japan in July, one of our primary goals is to start an Alliance leadership training program 
in Tokyo for future Alliance workers. Uh, we're calling it uh, the Alliance Bible Institute. It's very much like the ministry studies program that the Alliance has here in the U.S. to train pastors who aren't able to go to uh, Bible college or seminary. The biggest roadblock that we have faced in our church planning work in Japan has been the shortage of pastors. Uh, reviews of our field by Alliance Mission Leadership have encouraged us to develop a leadership training program that will equip believers to serve. We need to raise up leaders who will work with us preaching Christ and starting new churches. And our goal is to make training available to as many believers in Alliance churches in Japan as possible. Equipping Christians for gospel advance is crucial for the future of the church in Japan. Would you please, please pray for us as we go back and begin this new training uh, endeavor? We cannot finish the task without your partnership in prayer. Facing a task unfinished that drives us to our knees, a need that undiminished rebukes our slothful ease. We who rejoice to know you renew before your throne the solemn pledge we owe you to go and make you known. Brothers and sisters, never be lacking in zeal. Be set on fire by the Holy Spirit. We have an unfinished mission. Jesus is coming soon. We go to all the world full of hope, knowing that Jesus has power to save. Would you ask the Lord this morning to give you fresh zeal, fresh zeal to pray, to ask him to send workers into the harvest? Would you pray for the lost around you here in Hocking County and Logan and around the world? Paul's heart was broken for his people, the Israelites. He says in Romans 10, My heart's desire and prayer to God for the Israelites is that they may be saved. Would you pray for the lost here in Logan, in southeastern Ohio, in Japan, and around the world that people will be saved? Pray for your children and your grandchildren that their hearts will be sensitive to the Lord and to his call on their lives, that they'll live for him. And would you pray and ask the Lord, maybe he wants to send you to the, one of those unreached places of the world to take the good news to places like Japan with so little gospel access. And ask the Lord this morning to give you fresh zeal, zeal as you give your resources. Alliance founder A.B. Simpson said, we need to finish our unfinished work. There are resources enough among us, if touched by God, to save the world. Taking Jesus to all the world will take all of us. Church, let's rise up and finish the mission King Jesus has given us to do. Will we be found faithful? Will we take the good news to the ends of the earth, beginning with our Jerusalem? Will we hear his well-done, good, and faithful servant on that final day when we see Jesus face to face. This gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. Brothers and sisters, let's finish the mission King Jesus has given us to do. Let's pray.